This is the K-Pop Cast. It's your DJ, Peter Lowe. I'm joined by recurring and main visual, main Ooh. rapper, yes. main leader, and... What else? Uh, PD? No. Nope. Uh, no editing dancer? skills. Dancer? Yes, main dancer. Okay, okay. I can do that. It's Stephanie. What's up, Stephanie? <laughs> hey, so good to be back. And joining us for this special episode... Of the Avengers of K-pop. It's K-pop journalist and Super M stand Twitter account owner. Yes. And not to mention the bestie with Super M themselves. We've got Alexis <gasps> Hodian. What's up, Alexis? <laughs> oh wow, that sounds way more legit than I'm actual than I actually am, but Hi everyone, thank you for having me you, you know what Alexis, there is nothing You can say that would convince me otherwise Like as far as I'm concerned Like I'm always gonna like you know Go up to Lee Tae Min or, or Kai And be like, oh so I know you know Alexis And all <laughs> Oh yeah, but. oh yeah Oh my god, that would be a dream come true actually Because I don't I don't think they actually remember everyone they meet But, but you they, know, they I'll take it I'll take it. I'll take it So we're here, if it wasn't obvious We're, we're here to talk about the Assembled Avengers of SM Entertainment, combining the worlds of EXO, NCT, and SHINee. Oh. And WAVY! And, and WAVY, yes! Yes, we cannot <laughs> yes. forget. All into one powerhouse group. But before we get there, let's get into our hit replays. Hit replays are songs we recommend that you play on repeat or replay for the week. So, um, Stephanie, what is your hit replay? My hit replay is here just in time for Halloween. We've got some vampire vibes in this super hot track. It's 17 Fear. I think my favorite part of this is the choreo. And you know me, I love some good hips, some hip sways. Like, you can get it all in this video from your favorite neighborhood vampires. 17 Fear, <laughs> check it out. K-pop <laughs> and Halloween, like they have a special place in my K-pop heart. But what's on your hit replay, Alexis? Well, I've been drinking way too much of the Super M Kool Aid, but before I was doing that, I was actually listening a lot to "These Nights" by Chunga and Rich Brian. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of cheating on this one because I got the song um, f- like before it came out for like press purposes. Oh, so, wow! So, my bad. You know, press like, privileges. <laughs> Yeah, just like subtle flex. But, you know, the music video was a surprise for me, too. And I think it was just hilarious. And I really like the synergy that they two have. Like, Chunga's, like, really into it. Like, really in her, like, K-pop persona. And then you have Rich Brian behind her just being ridiculous. (laughs) So I, like, love that. I love that. I love that contrast. And the song, you know, like, it's a vibe. I really like it. It's, like, easy listen. And then Chunga, like, she's singing English and Korean and... Then Rich Brian is singing with a hella auto-tune, but you oh, know. the auto-tune. But it's fine. It works. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Rich Brian, he was, like, living it. He was living his best life. <laughs> Man. In, in yeah. That. Like, it's like every dude's dream right there. With the mullet. Yep. Mullet watch 2019. Riding, riding on the back of the motorcycle while Chung Ha <laughs> drives. Like take control, yeah. take the I wheel. I was out of the world of K-pop for just a little bit, being a dad and doing day job work. 
But I returned and then I saw this. I was like, what? What, what just happened? <laughs> but man, Chunga, like, I feel like she missed the memo. Like, why? She just, Rich Brian, he was like delivering it. And then Chunga <laughs> is like, yeah, I'm just going to be my usual self. Well, yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I, th- I think she got it. I mean, she, she knows English, so there's no barrier there. I'm sure he explained and wanted her to play that part so that it looks even more absurd, don't you think? Yeah, I definitely... <laughs> the straight man, yeah. Or yeah, I definitely man. think that her, like, taking it super seriously and just being, like, in the motorcycle and everything and then Rich Brian just being a fool, like, it's just, like, made it even more enjoyable. least pilo let's kick it over to you what's your hit replay writing off of your halloween yes stephanie i've got (laughs) devil which you know checks the box for um okay we now have a song in 2019 with a song named devil i'm sure we'll get another one in 2020 (laughs) and 2021 by a completely different group but this is an upbeat song it's a jive guys it's a jive you know swing okay mr ballroom yeah this is one of those (laughs) another flex (laughs) the the colors of this music video and the scheming mischief of the concept and theme kind of reminds me of another song that red loves will point to called russian roulette Mm. in terms of planned murder and mischief but i (laughs) i like it so give it a listen it's clc's devil it for hit replays alexis yes as a k-pop journalist (laughs) Mm -hmm. i imagine you get to rep shoulders with a lot of influential k-pop idols and influencers but when i saw on twitter the other day maybe more than shoulders oh more (laughs) (laughs) whoa Whoa, okay That's off the record. Uh, okay. Behind the scenes. You, I heard that you, I saw on Twitter that you got to go to the Super M premiere. Like, tell us, like, how did that happen? What was that like? Well, when that was announced, me being a normal fan, like, I really wanted to get tickets. I didn't know how to do it. And then magically, well, not magically, but just like. <laughs> I knew the, it. The, the, <laughs> That's all it takes, kids. Just magic. It's magic. magic. Yes, it's magic. I got the invite, the press release for the premiere, and they had all the info. And I was like, "Hey, can I go? Can I cover it?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, blah blah blah." Wow. So I was like, "Oh yes," and you know, like I asked for it. Pass. So I asked for an interview that I couldn't get one, unfortunately. I know ah. a lot of people got it, but mm. you know, it happens. It's okay. Um, but they told me like, oh, you can submit like two, like a few questions 
to be read in the press conference and I really didn't Ooh. think that that was going to happen so I was like okay so I sent two questions and that was it and then I learned that one of my colleagues and friends Kate Halliwell from The Ringer she was also going mm. so the day of I got there early because it was all the way to Hollywood mm-hmm. and parking sucks so that I was getting so yeah. obviously I Ubered pulled it mm-hmm. and I ended up getting there like way earlier than I thought I would so I was just there hanging out and they were like oh yeah you can come you can go in and I go in and I'm basically the first journalist there and they're <gasps> like and they're like you can take a seat wherever you want except what? except where you know like they had signs that said like executives or photographers or something like that so I'm like looking at the second bro and I'm like and and obviously the the table where they were going to be sitting had their names already their name their name place play uh-huh. cards whatever uh-huh. so I'm like strategizing mm-hmm. like okay wh- okay where do I want to see it? who do I want to see up close blah 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 so then that's when I was like okay the best seat is in the middle because I'm right in front of Lucas Ooh. and then Taman is to his well to his left yes Becky wow. was to his right and then 10 was to was uh, on the corner then everyone else was on the other side and I'm like okay this is the best wait, this is, wait, the, my- is, that, is that how you think about the group everyone else is quote unquote everyone no, else no 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 no, 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 no. Okay. fighting words no I'm an NCTZen but I've seen Taeyong and Mark a lot this year and last year oh, Wow. and I had not seen Lucas and Ten ever so I was like I need to be on this side I'm sorry Kai but I wow. still I still had a great too good for Kai no you're like next level i had had a great view of everyone it was just like Uh, i needed to focus on my wavy members that i had never seen before so mm. i was like this is plus it was the middle so i could get like good pictures with my almost dying iphone 7 (laughs) but i want to know what question what questions did you submit? Oh, well, I don't know if you watched the live stream, but the first two questions were mine. Mm. So the so first two, the first two. That was crazy <laughs> because, again, I didn't know that I, they were going to, re- you know, I just I wasn't expecting it. Like they had shut down my interview. I was just like, you know what? I'm just here to stare at their beautiful faces. That's fine. Which is really enough at the end of the day. Exactly. So the press conference starts and then, you know, like the MC does his stuff and like introduces and says some funny things and then they're like okay first question from Alexis from UPI and I just felt like someone punched me in the stomach (laughs) like I was like what they said my name and then Kate who was sitting next to me like she started being like oh that's her look at her and we're we're like in the second row so you know and then they all like stared at me at the same time yeah and I just like shyly like just put my hand up a little bit I was just like oh yeah that's me and they all like looked at me and like acknowledged my existence and I was just like what okay so my first first question question is from Alexis with UPI this is for the I asked um Lucas 10 Mark and Taeyong what it was like to be in the group with like their senior label mates Mm -hmm. and 
Taeyong, Taeyong answered it first, and he gave a really cool answer about, you know, like growing up, looking up to them, and like now getting to to debut with them was really cool. And then Mark shared like a little a little anecdote about him and Kai, how they how he felt really awkward with Kai at the beginning, and you know, like the teaser pictures where he's like reclining on his shoulder, and he was saying that he felt so awkward when he had to do that, and like. Like, contrasting to now where they're like all over each other all the time oh, yeah. and they're like super close and everything and I think that like overall that's something really cool because like yeah they're part of SM and everything but you know they're still like co-workers and they're still like mm-hmm. maybe there's an there's an age difference there's yeah. like years and you know act like career wise mm-hmm. so when you see them there, like, you know, you can tell when it's genuine and you can tell when, you know, it's just like, it's just business. And they all seem like super comfortable with each other and like genuinely, you know, having fun. And I think that I've probably seen every other K-pop group that you can think of live. And something that I always watch out for is like, do they look like they're having fun? And I think that mm. that's one thing, like Super M is having fun. So so you might even say that their natural chemistry is their superpower. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. No, you that. said I'm that. I'm sorry, I'm no, sorry. No, you said that, not me. <laughs> but there was a yeah. special moment during the meeting where you got a group selfie with them like like how how did that come about okay so they had explained to us like how the event was gonna roll out and they said like first a press conference then they go and take pictures and then they come back to watch the premiere with everyone which by the Mm -hmm. way mark said that they hadn't seen it before and there were people asking yeah and there were people asking me later like oh is that true like do you think I'm like Mm. um I don't really know how you would fake that like they were literally just like (laughs) you know like just staring at each other and then they were like clowning and just like hyping each other up like it was completely genuine so it ends they go take the pictures and then they they asked all of this is happening like the staff was you know like clearing out the row in front of us and the two rows behind us <gasps> and the first row had been for photographers so we just assumed that they were going to be in front of us you know and we were in me and me and Kaden I met this other girl there and we were just like cracking jokes about like them being in front of us and whatever and then because behind us there were two rows of just like capital executives oh and that's where Isuman um, yeah, was sitting I saw him. and we like exchange well not me she he had like a full-blown conversation with kate and i was just there next to her being like that's he's so man like oh my god and he's like saying hi and like being really friendly and just like cracking jokes and throughout Mm. the whole thing like i wrote it on my in my article through the whole thing he was like honestly the loudest fan there like he was just like like every time someone would say something funny he would laugh or he would be reply like yeah blah 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 like what whatever the fans were doing he was doing it like times two Mm -hmm. oh wow but anyway so they end they end their photo session and then they just like sit them behind us and we were just like (gasps) like what is going on and no one no one told us to like leave or anything and then just like a row of all the photographers like go and step like into the like where, where they had been sitting before 
and start taking pictures and we're there in front of them and we're just like we're we were trying to like you know not be in the pictures or everything but we couldn't really escape that without just like standing up and leaving but no one told us to leave and we were kind of like oh like we were telling them like oh we're sorry that we're like and they're like no no it's fine it's fine you're okay and there was at one point when where they all started doing the super m um mm. gang sign yeah. <laughs> who want to be gang sign because you know and, korea's so hood <laughs> oh yeah yeah especially mark mm. so then Beckyon and taeyong were like oh yeah yeah like do it blah 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 so we so yeah do it and we were like okay and then they you were took talking pictures. to you oh yeah they were talking to us so then they ended with all the pictures we were just like sitting there for a few minutes and and I was telling Kate, like, oh, like, should I ask for a selfie? And she's like, I don't know. Yes. And I'm always really nervous <laughs> shoot, shoot, about... Shoot. I'm always really nervous about that kind of thing because it's like one thing when you're a fan and you get shut down and another thing is when you're a journalist. Right, right. So I always, you know, I always struggle with that. I genuinely, genuinely, like, took... Because I have my phone out, but I generally, like, took my phone and I was... And I told... Kate, like, oh, let's take a selfie, like you and I, and I was, and I honestly only meant to take a picture of her and I, because mm-hmm. you see, no one, no one believes me. Right. So I put my phone up, and I mean, Beckham is behind me, and he's uh, he's obviously in the frame, so he like poses, and of I, course. <laughs> and I laughed, and I took the picture, and then I was like, you know, like f it. So I turn, and I'm like, oh, can we take a selfie? And he's like, yeah. So we took the selfie. And we took a few of them, and I look horrible in all of them, but I was like, whatever. No way. Anyway, <laughs> there's a reason why they're not on my Instagram, only on my Twitter. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> but then what was really funny was that, then, like, some random user on Twitter sends me a picture of me taking a picture with mm. Beckyon and she's like sis drop the give us the pig blah blah sis. blah and I'm t- oh yeah I became everyone's sis on Twitter this yes. week like everyone's like sis this and I'm just oh like wait what I love it but yeah where people were just like Dad, drop the selfie we need the drop selfie drop the selfie we need it uh. and then you know you know what was so funny about the whole thing was that once I uploaded the like all the selfies I took with them, then suddenly I would get people who were like, it didn't matter if it was positive or negative. They were like telling me stuff on Twitter. And then suddenly like I would look at their avatars and they would be like my picture. But just <laughs> but just like, just Beckyon. Just Beckyon. Just Beckyon. <laughs> so there was one user well, who was then. like, was like, I don't know what she was. Well, she was like, heckling me about but i was just like oh cool picture and she's just like lol like thank you and i'm like yeah whatever this story could not be more k-pop i i'm, I'm right? waiting like, for this is the real deal alexis to appear on like the next issue of dispatch like dating rumors <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly you gotta watch yeah. out that selfie with right? uh, i haven't gotten any backlash to be yeah. honest for now for now you know dispatch waits until the end of the year <laughs> well it's not too late it would be, it would be honestly like pretty cool <laughs> it would be you're like it would be an honor it would be an <laughs> honor to be, to to be, be in this scandal <laughs> yes well i feel like these members have each had their own like set of dating right. controversy scandals but uh, alexis for people who weren't picking up on my incredibly dad joke 
puns here. This is <laughs> like the Avengers, uh, the super group of K-pop groups. So maybe for someone who like isn't as immediately familiar, I mean, for, for someone who's been living under a rock, um, like how, yeah. how did Super M really come about? Like for how would you describe that for someone who is um, less acquainted or, or hearing about Super M for the first time? I think that the best way to describe them is how they themselves have described the group. And no, not the Avengers of K-pop. Mm. But um, I think that was it was Tamar's Tamar Herman's billboard mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. interview with them mm-hmm. where Taemin says that they're like like they're all aces from their groups and i think that that's exactly what they are like that's not true. necessarily that they're the eight, like the ace of the group but but for their role they're the ace mm-hmm. so you put them into a group and it's literally and it is literally like a group of like super aces like the best of the best they all have substantial long established careers and when i saw them live i was just like wow i've never seen a group like this mm-hmm. mm. i guess what i'm wondering is like could sm assemble a better dream team like quote-unquote dream team uh, across their overall roster and portfolio of of idols and talent but I suppose not. I mean, that's that's a really good reframing and correction of like the misnomer of uh, Avenger um, and K-pop. Yeah, I think a lot of people just like for some, I don't know what what they went with, but I'm not a Marvel person, but they're all from like different universes and they just <laughs> they were just like plunged into a group and they're like us. Literally, they're a super group. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for the DC take of this. We've got our SM version, but what's like the CJNM or the mm. JYP? Yeah, if, if each label could do it, yeah. who would they put forth? Yeah, right. Yeah, And I think we've seen that in less formalized terms. But um, Alexis, like from your professional K-pop journalist opinion is this like unprecedented territory is this is this new territory is this something that is groundbreaking like what what's your take I think that um it is but at the same time it isn't and it isn't in the sense that this is not the first time that SM puts supergroups together. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to see that pre-2012, probably a little bit with like SM The Ballad and SM The Performance. And mm-hmm. actually, Super M, like they're, they're within like SM The Performance, like Isuman said that. And what I thought, I wrote in my article, but what I thought it was, you know, like kind of like a full circle kind of thing was that if you remember, like with Unique and with SM, the performance, like Taemin and Kai were in that group and they were basically, you know, like the youngest members. The mm-hmm. Well, Taemin wasn't, wasn't a rookie, but he was young and Kai was a rookie and now all these years later they're in super now they're the super seniors yeah and they're now they're the super (laughs) seniors which is like back then it was super junior and tvxq and now it's exo and shiny you know like Mm. what a way to feel old if you've been a fan for like longer than five years super sunday (laughs) yeah so it isn't in that sense i think that the the thing that's new is the whole thing that they want to 
pursue the American market. But then again, this is not the first time that SM has done that either. Oh my goodness. You know, like BOA and then most recently NCT 127. Mm -hmm. So I think that what makes it historic, I think that, you know, when because my sec I didn't tell you guys but my second question went for Super M was about like what was their goal as Super M that was different from their like indi- their goals from their individual groups right and they obviously gave me like a PR answer but what stayed with me was that Baekhyun said K-pop twice he said and he said it in English by the way he said like oh we strive to be like the pioneers of K-pop we want to take K-pop to the next level and I think that right now that we're seeing like different crossovers in from like the K-pop world mm. onto the American mainstream I think that not everyone holds the K-pop flag proudly right and right. and you know and Super M is like we're K-pop and we want to bring K-pop to America and we want to like make it bigger than it is and who better than them who are you know the aces from their respective groups and they're often really popular groups maybe not the most popular but popular but popular yeah I mean they all have world tours and everything but I think that a lot of people just thought like oh they're gonna come out with like a song in English and like that's not K-pop and no they came they came out in a song where they blended perfectly like English and Korean and that also like that doesn't happen a lot like you get a lot of cringy English English or you get or just yeah. phrases and you know Jopping is perfectly well written uh. <laughs> let's, let's talk about that I still out on that one yeah funny you bring that up (laughs) okay here we go let's let's begin talking about the song itself i mean let's talk about how we how we feel about it like i as we were just right before we were recording i felt uncomfortable saying the word jopping like jopping (laughs) is so fetch like jopping like like as i'm stop trying to make it happen it's not going to happen like i i don't know it like already I, did i feel okay? like isuman came up with this by himself and no one had the the heart to tell him it's not cool that's exactly it stephanie like, like. I, I i concur completely <laughs> like no one was brave enough to be like oh you know elder you know generation like Come i can't on. speak out against hey, but i bet i bet a lot of people told beyonce that bootylicious was a stupid word too and now it's in the dictionary, so Did there they? you go. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it just makes sense. Has a ring to it. Jopping, um, yeah, jopping jop, just has this jarring, like clunky sound to it. I thought it was funny how they introduced it, like lyrically. Because when we jump in and pop in, we're jumping. Oh, right. We're jumping and popping. We jumping. It's it's like, like, oh, oh my God. I did a literal face palm when I heard that. Like, I was, I was so, it it was, okay. So, this is a common practice, right? And Alexis, you you can probably share more detail on this, but usually music producers, they'll be like, okay, here's the melody. And they'll sing along in a lot of like la 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 la, and then it's up to like the label to then translate. Okay, we're gonna maybe make it say these things. And I feel like that translation from whatever the producers gave them to writing the lyrics was like written by a Korean person who might not 
<laughs> I don't know. Study what's popular in Western top 40 music. I, I haven't looked into who wrote the lyrics, but I feel like it was probably a collaboration because a lot mm-hmm. of the... I mean, K-pop does not have the best track record when it comes to English and songs. And that's that's the big reason why we love it. Right? Yeah. We're here yeah. Like, analyzing it, laughing about <laughs> it. It's so silly. Yeah, yeah but okay. Maybe no you're not... A f- you might not be like the biggest fan of the lyrics, but they make sense. Like, piece they make together. Sense. They make sense. I, I saw... <laughs> I was just, like, going down the rabbit hole of, of YouTube reviews, and one creator, Angelica, um, did a review, and she said, I saw the name of the song, Jopping, and I, I thought about all the other K-pop songs with weird names, you know, like Zim Zalabim, and I was like, yeah, that's that's intriguing. But Jopping is not... I'm not curious about it. I'm just, like, confused. So well, it's, like, it's, not, it's not exotic. Yeah, Zimsa Lipim was actually based off of a real phrase of, like, mm-hmm. abracadabra, right? Like, that. that's yeah. what it used to mean. Oh, but that's Jopping what it, is, like... Mm-hmm. I really mean it. It's so fetch. <laughs> it's like trying to create something artificial and make it happen and be trendy. Okay, we're, be, we're starting to be mean now. <laughs> sorry, I think. sorry. Like, it's okay. They didn't write it. They didn't. But, you know, bless their hearts, they, like, went out there and sang it with all of their... <laughs> I mean, obviously, when I saw Jopping the first time, I was also like, what the hell is this? No, this is not a thing. But once you see the music video and you see it live and everything, like, you just they, drink, you drink like, wow, the Kool-Aid. They are indeed jumping yeah, and popping. Oh, you okay, might even say jumping. they are jumping. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I think the, the video fits with <laughs> with the the basic fetchness of the lyrics. In the, I mean, maybe some of you have more like deeper analysis of, of meanings Me. and what they're trying to show. But I just thought this was a like a a showcase of, of visuals and money and power. Yeah. Well, this um, is how I interpreted. Please. Granted, it was shot probably way before they even announced the group and everything because they said they shot it in Dubai. So I'm thinking they probably did it when they went to some town over there. Mm -hmm. So no one knew about Super M, but putting into context, because Mark was saying that, like, the con, because, you know, it opens with a Coliseum and everything, and then. There's the whole, you know, like superhero thing. But Mark was saying that in the video, they're supposed to be like gladiators or or like warriors. Mm. So when he said oh. that and I'm watching the video to me, like, you know, in my like Super M fan, I was just thinking like, OK, like what do gladiators come into college, the Coliseum for? Like they were fighting and people were there to like see them die with their sickness. <laughs> So yeah. no, so I'm just like no, they're just like proving to people that like no, we should exist. There's a place for us and people will like it. And you know, you will like you this band. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? I just think that the haters are just louder than mm. the fans because like e- like every other hashtag has been trending since the video dropped. So I think it's just like haters are louder than like real fans plus i got to talk to a lot of fans like in the showcase and even some fans were like oh you know like i was apprehensive at first blah 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 but now that i see it like yeah i'm cool with it and that's like Mm. one of the things that i took from the showcase that i that you know like warmed my heart it's like (laughs) that 
it was like a lot of multi-fandom and I had not seen that in a long time honestly because like you go to a show for like one group or something and it's just like that group and even now that you know like the one one group stand thing is kind of becoming even more popular like I miss the the days when like it was that everyone just listened to everyone and they liked it I feel like it was mostly like older k-pop fans who, who when Super M was announced. We were like, yes, oh my God, Kai and Taemin finally in a group. <laughs> and, and who are these other Taemin and Ten. Okay. <laughs> I, actually, it's funny you say that because, I mean, it, it's no surprise to our K pop cast listeners that we're fans of Lee Taemin. But, um, especially, and I, I've been waiting for the longest time to get a solo US sexy androgynous dance mm-hmm. performance tour. And I guess we're getting that with friends. Hopefully. It's, you know, sleep, tame in, plus friends going on, on tour right now. <laughs> guys, I'd like to interrupt this briefly for some breaking news. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres is actually going to be learning how to jop. No. I, I just died a little bit inside <laughs> with uh, Super M. On the Ellen show, where she learns how to... She's trying to recover from her George W. Bush. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's like, uh, I, need, I need some K-pop. Someone get me a yeah. K-pop. Someone who will hype me up. <laughs> Save my image. She, she's learning yeah. how to jumping and popping. So we can all. Well, that's the thing. Um, I don't remember who I was talking to this to about this, but we were saying that, like... Like with a song called Jopping and that you're explaining in the song what Jopping is, there's no Jopping like dance. <laughs> That's oh true. Oh my God, that is such a failure in virality. Like, guys, yeah. if you're going to do no expenses. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I could not show you what it is. <laughs> like, what's what's the point dance in Jopping? I don't know. Mm, it, yeah. You know what the point that is dance is? a great question. The point dance is, is Lee Tae spinning. In the bridge, you know, doing, doing the, doing the, doing hey, the how many spins did you do? That that that's the point. Yes, just just everyone doing that like over and over. And um, why can't you all do it? Because I mean, Lee Lee uh, can clearly do it. What do we think of the the choreo in general? I thought it was really strong. I oh was yeah, like, yeah. This is a dance group, y'all. Yeah. Well, like, SM the performance, of yeah, course. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Baekhyun actually described it as like. A full song, a breakdown, a dance breakdown. Of dance breaks, and yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. Like, oh my God, those boys, well, men, uh, <laughs> after they performed they perform that song, they were dying. Like, they couldn't yes. catch their their breaths. They were just dying. Yeah, yeah. That, that's when you interrupt it with a ballad or, or something to let everyone breathe and recover you a little bit. can just stand there. Yeah. Well, I mean, how have they been doing on tour, um, Alexis? I mean, you've seen them live. Like how how does this work in a live setting? Did did you see the the Capitol Records show? Yeah, I went I went to okay. the I went to the show on Saturday too. They looked like they were lip syncing. Is that true? Oh yeah, yeah mm. for sure. Yeah, okay. um, that's all all of K-pop though. Like they have their mics like you know open, but they are just they choose when they sing and when they don't. Mm. And I feel like like they sang they they did sing in um what is it. Supercar, one of the other songs. Supercar, yeah. yeah. Supercar, yeah. I thought so. And maybe dropping they, you know, some parts, but I can't stand the rain, which was the first song. Like they mm. did not sing anything. Yeah. But 
I know they can sing. So, but that's my view on K-pop overall. It's like I know they can sing, or if they or whoever the member is that they can't sing. Like I'm not here exactly to just like you know hear you belt out the song like exactly as in the record. Um, I'm here for the performance, you know, like the entire thing. And if you don't, if you are gonna lip sync a little bit or just like sing here and there, so you can give your all with the performance, like, that's fine. But that's my perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What What did we think of the the song, the audio itself? Like for me, I heard like the after the intro, um, you hear the first verses, or really all the verses. It's got a good upbeat club beat. You know, it's something that you, as a DJ, you, yeah. you use like yeah. as a, a sort of like a warm up. Like, like okay, we're, we're transitioning into peak hour. Um, like, and then and then it felt a little anticlimactic in the chorus. But they they recycle a lot of horns. Actually, now that I think about it, in yeah. the intro, it's got a lot of horns, like in a very anthemic. And I guess that's yes. the reason why they use the stadium, the Coliseum. The Coliseum yeah. yeah, well, yeah, that plays into their whole concept but Mark did say that the horns came later I think that they just like added them for that like oh really of like plus announcing plus honestly I think that it's pretty bold of them to like open the song to like claps and cheers Mm -hmm. like the song Mm -hmm. literally opens with like people clapping and cheering yeah but you know they weren't wrong yeah. I thought it it follows the SM or, or rather just like the I got a boy <laughs> genre change. Bam, bam, bam. There's like five or six different songs in there. Yeah. One, one nice thing, though, unlike I got a boy where they actually literally say in the lyrics, let's bring it back to 140. Um, there, there's no <laughs> BPM change. It, it stays the okay. constant tempo throughout, at least. So true, I true. have that to think, making it less complicated yeah. for DJs everywhere. You're going to put it in your set? Oh, yeah. I've got to kick this uh, this Friday, so I'm, I'm hello playing it. It's, it's dropping. So wait, which part to which part, though? Um, I'm probably going to do an edit where it starts in on the initial, initial uh, verse where the beat actually begins. I'm probably going to avoid the fanfare and the horns. Yeah. Like like the rapping part, like Mark's rap or Taeyong <gasps> rapping. Um, okay, or- we haven't talked about that though. That's another thing. Like Mark and Taeyong have never sounded better than mm-hmm. on, on Jopping. Like I, like, being there and having them behind me and seeing like twenty year old Mark rapping like that, I was just like, okay, let me just control my face right now. Like get it. There are like too many cameras around me. Like don't. I think I broke with like ten because ten also raps and I'm just like oh, ten oh. rapping. But yeah, like even Kai, like no shade of Kai, but he sounds really good on this track. Mm-hmm. So taking it all on the whole, you know, based off of what we thought of the concept, the choreography, the dance, the music, the lyrics, the message, and Avengers Assembled, is this song Daybag or not? Of course it is. It's Daybag. Yay! Daybag for me, too. I can't help it, but it's stuck in my head the past few days. It's Darn it. I'm sorry, guys. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) I love Lee Tae-min. I love the verses, but... um, You know who's also not Daybok? You. Oh, damn! (laughs) Oh, shame! In a K-pop cast (laughs) first. (laughs) (laughs) 
Fatality. Fatality. What are other effects you can put? Headshot. Headshot. <laughs> Multi kill. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well played. Oh, that's a good one. I'm kind of left scratching my head like if money were no resource and you were S-Sub Entertainment because that's clearly how they treated this group like how, how would you do it differently and like you said Alexis like they're trying to go next level so they should define what next level means mm-hmm. what that should look like what that should translate to and I look at those scenes in the Coliseum. I'm like, oh my god, that is so CGI. And I get that, but it's it so was expensive. But it was like good CGI. It didn't look like <laughs> bad CGI, like cringy CGI. It looked expensive. Well, it is expensive. Um, but that, I mean, that's my point. Like, that's what they're going for. Yeah, but like, it, it is so like it's expensive to meet like the minimum bar. And then to do that, like, to do the full-blown, like, Hollywood production CGI experience, that's, like, multi-million dollar production value. Even SM doesn't have that budget. So I think if they're going to do something in that direction, they should do something that they could do well within their profit margin. I think margin. they spent it all on the trailers. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then they had to CGI the yeah, music. Yeah, and, and here we are, right? At the end of the day, actually talking about them, you know, giving them further hype, publicity, what have you. How can we not? Yeah. Yeah. Peter, like, you like came out of retirement to talk about this. <laughs> well, we take There you go. Team in. Yeah. I mean, yes, for Tame anything. Okay. Well, that wraps it up. For this episode of the K-pop cast, I think we can continue talking about Lee Tae-min and um, his friends. <laughs> and friends. <laughs> if we wanted. And, and so young, by the way. But what? Uh, we, 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 gotta, we gotta call it wraps here to, in order to get this episode out. Alexis, where can people follow you online in social spaces? Check out your selfies with and, and all your bestie experiences with <laughs> yes, members your epic of, uh, of Super M. Um, people can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter with, um, at H-O-E underscore D-O-Y-A-N. And you can find me on Twitter at Parker 2 I'm at DJ Peter Lowe and you can follow the entire K-pop cast staff at the K-pop cast and we'll certainly tweet along and respond to your uh, interactions there. I, I want to like drop the mic here and, and really ask how, how does Big Hit feel about this? <laughs> oh, you did not. You did not just go there. Um, I thought we were going to make it a whole episode. Yeah, I thought we were trying to stay unproblematic. Wow. Well, I think I kind of addressed it a bit by saying that, you know, like Super M proudly says like we're K-pop and we want to sp- spread K-pop. 
And it, I mean, that's not big hit. Oh, what do you mean by that? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like. You know, um, haven't they been like on the record saying that like that you know like there shouldn't be like a box and they don't want to be boxed and you know people are always saying that like oh don't call them K-pop and they're just Korean really? artists. Who says that? <laughs> have you been on Stan Twitter? Like, have you seen Army? Uh, I, I guess not enough. <laughs> Which you know. I'm. That's really not a conversation for me because I'm not an army, and I mean I obviously have my personal opinions which I won't give out. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think. I wonder. I mean, I always ask like with with something like that where, where some fan, someone out there doesn't want BTS to be in the box of K-pop. Like, what problem are you solving? By saying that or making that well, because argument. because they're bigger than because BTS is like killing it and owning the world. So why is K-pop label a, a, a problem? Well, it, it's a problem because when you're looking at actual album sales and actual reach, they've surpassed not only what has traditionally been entailed in the K-pop community and label and association, but they've surpassed many pop standards so we should think of them in an even bigger category to 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 demonstrate their influence so when you're looking at award shows for example you're not just relegating them to best of k-pop to the the world category the other category they should be competing with with u.s with with western artists that's right and and we even even for western as long as i understand the context of the comment yeah here it's like yeah they should totally get that yeah Sure. Yeah, I, I still think they're K-pop, but they should get all the awards. Yeah, you know they promote on M Countdown. They're K-pop. Yeah, yeah so. that's, that's a pretty good <laughs> <laughs> test indicator. Yeah. <laughs>